business, leadership, high performance, the journey. All right, welcome everybody to the Patrick Metzger Show, and our guest today uh, is going to share a little bit about podcasts. Uh, has some expertise in launching them. He's helped hundreds of people launch them. He's going to talk through. Uh, his journey of kind of how he's gotten to where he is now, but he is a podcast launch specialist. He's a digital storyteller, author, speaker, speaker, excuse me, corporate event MC and online personality. Uh, he founded the podcastlaunchlab.com in 2016, really as a turnkey podcast launch solution for marketers and entrepreneurs looking to start a podcast and is currently now on a mission to help people tell their story by starting a podcast. So uh, his new book, Podcasts Suck, if you don't have one, just launched in December 2020. is now available. But he currently resides in Miami, and we are elated to have him on the show today. So welcome, Sebastian Rusk. Patrick, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So this episode, uh, just for our listeners, is going to be fantastic for not just showing um, really kind of how Sebastian's come to where he is now in his journey, but also for anyone that's been toying with the idea of starting a podcast, maybe even currently has one, is looking to get more out of it. So I know myself selfishly, personally, I'm super excited to talk with him uh, as far as tips of, man, how to really optimize that thing, get it moving maybe from ground zero. So Sebastian, I'm going to turn it over to you here, man. Um, Bring us back to the beginning of your journey. Well, what a wild ride going all the way back to the beginning. So uh, 2008, uh, I think we all know what happened there. The market crashed, and uh, I had a, a marketing business in Southern California that helped market, that helped uh, real estate professionals. So when that all went away, I, I moved back to Miami where I grew up and started over. In 2010, I started my first company called Social Buzz TV, and that was a, a social media agency and online content media outlet. Social Buzz TV is still around these days, but my primary focus is, is, has been podcasting. But when I started the company back in 2010, I started from nothing. I had a bus pass and a skateboard and a, just an unwilling desire to figure out how to get back to the top of the mountain. So I, I spent um, the first 12 months of that just running around town evangelizing to people that I was going to start a social media company and educate people about social media and help them out with their business. And then I would start doing networking events and people would see me at my networking event or they meet me at another event. And they'd say, hey, I might start doing this for my business. Can you help me? And that's when I started uh, the content agency back in 2011. I spent about five years doing that. Um, I wrote my first book, Social Media Sucks. If you don't know what you're doing, in 2013, told the whole story of building my brand from nothing. And then in 2016, I had this big awakening moment where I thought, you know, there's got to be more here than this just social media world. Number one. Number two, there's a lot of social media people out there. I've got to find where my place in that is. And I had a good friend of mine reach out and say, hey, have you ever thought about creating a podcast launch solution for people so they can actually launch a podcast? Because you've had a podcast and you create content, et cetera. I thought, you know what? That's a great idea. I literally went back upstairs to my office and and wrote down what would be the the, the plan for the podcastlaunchlab.com, which would be a turnkey podcast launch solution that would help marketers and entrepreneurs go from idea to iTunes in 90 days or less with their first seven episodes by launching a podcast. That was 2016. I took the next 16 months trying to figure out who my ideal client was. I didn't know that it was someone just like me, a marketer, an entrepreneur, author, speaker, coach, person of authority, and knew that their natural next step was to start a podcast. It took me a little time to figure that out. also took me a little bit of time to phase out the other 
content work that I was doing and just stay primarily focused on podcasting. So I did that in late 2019, and then uh, 2020 hit. We all know what happened there, and everyone and their brother started uh, started uh, uh, a podcast. In fact, the podcasting equipment sold out on Amazon. So wild times uh, we were in uh, last year. And, uh, yeah, we're still full steam ahead, so I'm a full-time podcaster and, uh, and then running the podcast launch lab, helping folks make their podcasting dreams a reality. And, yes, my second book just dropped back in December called Podcast Suck If You Don't have one a practical guide to being able to start a podcast on your own i always tell people if you read the book and not just read it but you actually do what it says you'll be able to launch a podcast because i put my my heart and soul in that i, I believe it's my responsibility uh, as, as someone of influence in the space to be able to share what that knowledge is with everybody um regardless if they become a client or not become a client it's just by my my responsibility to the world on here but we're living in this audio era you see things like the clubhouse app start to really take off mm-hmm. and, and being able to and the the rate of podcast launching isn't isn't decreasing the amount of podcast shows that actually stick around is that we had like a million i think by the end of last year we had like right under eight hundred thousand. so it just goes to show that the average show is not going to make it past six episodes before it pod fades i guess is the correct term the newer correct term or make the show find its way to the podcast graveyard. So I'm I'm trying to do everything in my power to prevent that from happening. A lot of that process is a lot that's involved with that process. is just having the right conversations and asking the right questions to people that approach us and say, Hey, listen, you know, we need some help launching our podcast. Can you help? And then figuring out whether or not they're a fit and that there's, you know, and a fit being they're clear on their why they know why they want to start a podcast. They know they want to serve people. They have an idea of what they want to do with it. They just need help interesting okay and i know i know we're going to dive into you know kind of how you really help sort of build a brand from nothing and help them kind of find that why and such but i'm going to jump ahead here for a minute in your mind from what you have seen what makes a phenomenal podcast what makes a great podcast interesting content strategic guest selection and i think engaging conversation a good podcast primary focus is the listener any podcast it should be but when the when the when the when the podcast content is created around what's in for the listener i believe it's a no-brainer um as far as being successful podcast a successful podcast can be defined in several different type of ways do we monetize it do we grow our business do we build new relationships d all the above so um there's, there's various options that, that would contribute to that. So it's kind of a loaded question, but I think that the, 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 my initial response, which is what's in it for the listener, making sure the content is around that process is, is vital. Mm-hmm. So start us kind of at the beginning. So any listener that's sitting there going, man, you know, I've thought about a podcast, but geez, I don't even know what I talk about. I don't know if I can talk with anybody for a half hour, hour. I mean, I don't even know if I can talk with someone for 10 minutes. What questions do I ask? What's the purpose of it? Where do you start with all of that? Where do you guys really start with the clients that come to you that are looking for help? Where do you start them at, Sebastian? Figuring out their why. Why do you want to start a podcast? And if they can't answer that, then they need to go back to the drawing board and call us back when they do. Well, I want to do it because, you know, it's you know, I want to make money. Well, it's not really good enough of a reason. Mm-hmm. We're looking for things like, I want to start a podcast because I've got a message. I've got a story to tell. And I believe my story can change and impact people's lives. I believe the content I'm creating, the conversations I'm having, the interviews that, are, that I'm hosting and facilitating will change people's lives. 
And I think that even if it's a business or a brand, the goal may not be to change people's lives, but it may be to, to gain new clientele, to be able to gain new awareness based on the content that you're actually creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny how everything starts with why, right? Yeah, everything does, literally. Okay. So once you get clear with that, then it creates it creates motivation, and it also creates uh, it also creates momentum because you get anchored in that why, especially when you want to quit. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You know, I think of personally myself. You know, because people ask me like, "Oh, you have a podcast? That's kind of neat." You know, why did you start your podcast? And they always say, "Well, multiple things. Uh, number one." Every single person has a story and a journey to tell that we can all learn from. doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, where they've been. Everybody can learn from everybody. You know, other reasons, yeah, brand awareness, things like that, you know, um, to, to push, uh, push what you're doing and stuff. But I always say, man, the thing I really get out of podcasts is I just love talking with people about where they've been, what they've done. You know, I'm a I'm a sponge for knowledge. That's what I love, probably honestly, most about it. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's like reading a book. It's like a free. Buddy, of mine told me one time, reading a book is like a free mentoring session, and I believe that uh, that uh, a podcast interview can do the same thing. You have the ability to, to to both learn something about the individual and what they actually do. So it's a two pronged approach. I mean, my, my the strategy for my show is I try to identify people that have a brand content or creating content with that podcast and I get in there and extract and tell their story on my show and at the end of the conversation I say hey everybody thought I'd start the podcast if there's any remote thought of doing it they're open for a conversation and I'm able to convert people that I have on my show into actual students of the podcast launch lab so that's been kind of fun mm -hmm. so walk us through kind of step by step of okay person has a great why or maybe you've helped them find that boom where do you take them next what are we going to call the show coming up with a name Okay. And run into that process because everybody's ideas of of a good name for the show aren't always a good idea. So I'm here to tell them the truth. <laughs> and I ask them if it's okay to tell them. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I ask them if it's okay to tell them the truth. And that's like one of those hugs with a slap in the back of the head. Um, just, just because <laughs> I would be, I'd, I'd be grossly negligent to just tell them that's a, that's a good idea or that's a that's a good name. Yeah, that's what so, family's okay. for, right? Right, exactly. Right, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great idea. You should absolutely name it that. <laughs> right, right. I know. Like, I, I know you think it's a great idea, and then I know you think people have told you that only other person's told you. She's probably your mom. So there's not, you know, and she tells you she likes everything. So yeah, first thing first, coming up with the name after you got a name nailed down, uh, figuring out what the branding going to look like. So creating your podcast cover art that can easily be done in Canva. And uh, once you've got the, a name and you've got your podcast cover art, you've got your branding in place, it's time to write an intro and an outro for the show and go find some background music, get that intro or outro produced. You can do that on an audio editor, freelancer, Fiverr, freelancer.com, a number of places. This is, of course, for the do-it-yourselfers. There's a mm -hmm. lot involved. So about, I, I lay out 13 different steps in my book. Um, um, but there, if, you, if you're looking to go at this alone, it's not impossible. You can download the Anchor app. Anchor.fm, it's completely free to use, and it helps you facilitate a lot of the things you need to do. Record an intro, an outro, create your cover art, set up your distribution, get into iTunes, Spotify, and you can do that all within a day for free. And they've got a desktop solution and also an app, too. So they don't, they don't really say that yet. But um, I do tell people when you're first getting started, you try to validate your idea. Why go start swinging for the fences and buying equipment and thinking you're all podcast, you know, you're, you're, you're ready to go all in with podcasting, only to find out that you 
2018 podcasting. So um, that was just a kind of side note there. If you're thinking about doing this, you're like, I can do it on my own. If I just knew, well, first of all, buy the book because if you read my book, you're going to know everything you need to do. All 13 steps are covered in depth in the book. But I also go into things like mindset, finding your why, getting motivated, staying committed, et cetera, et cetera. Because I believe you know, personal development is business development. And I think mm-hmm. they work um, hand in hand with, with each other. But back, back to, the, to the launch process, you've got your name, you've got your branding, you create your cover art, you create your intro, your outro, you get your background music. Um, you, you want to uh, you want to buy equipment. You can do that on, on Amazon. If you go to podcastlaunchlab.com and you click on podcast recommendations, that's my Amazon store with everything I recommend as far as podcast mics are concerned. There's mics on there that are 60 bucks. There's mics on there that are 400 bucks, all contingent upon what you're looking to do. But again, if you're just looking to proof of concept and idea, don't go buy a bunch of equipment and hope that that's going to motivate you. Mm-hmm. Let me be real clear about this. Your, your podcast equipment is not going to motivate you to record episodes. So it, it's fun the day that it gets there. And then you're like, oh, i got to put this together. Plug everything in, figure out how it works. Um, but I, I recommend getting just a basic USB mic, a blue snowball or blue Yeti mic will work great, run you about 100 125 bucks. Those work fantastic. Uh, Audio Technica has got a USB mic that's got actually USB and XLR capabilities. So it's plug and play, ready to go. Phenomenal quality for a $125 mic. Um, or you can just use your, your corded headphones that come with your phone, the ones that come with every iPhone mm-hmm. on the planet or at least used to yeah. work really, really well as long as the mic's not rubbing up against your T-shirt. Um, and you're in a quiet place. Uh, so uh, that, that covers the equipment. Uh, podcast hosting, if you're using Anchor, you don't need a podcast host. But if you are going all in, you said, I'm going to start this podcast, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to get myself a USB mic. I'm going to sign up for podcast hosting. I'm going I'm to do it, I'm doing it the right way, and I'm committed to the work. Well, then you can choose a platform like we use simplecast.com. I like them because they're, well, very simple to use. Um, Buzzsprout, Libsyn, all these hosting platforms provide two functions. Number one, for you to be able to upload your finished edited episodes. And number two, to get those episodes distributed to the listening and distribution platforms like iTunes and Spotify and Google yep. Podcasts and Amazon Music and the other 15 or 20 platforms that are out there. So podcast hosting is very, very important because there is no podcast without podcast hosting. So yes, you must have a podcast hosting account. They're going to run you anywhere from free to 40 bucks a month, contingent upon what bells and whistles um, that you need. Um, after that, time to start planning your episodes. Like, okay, cool. First five episodes, what are we going to talk about? Well, your first couple of episodes should be your should be your, um, your your introduction to who you are and what the show's all about. Those can be your uh, those are your initial your casting a vision for the show on episodes one, two, maybe three. I don't know if you want to go three episodes on that explanation part, but getting people to get familiar with who you are and getting to know you and better understanding the landscape and your vision and idea for what to expect with the show, why you're doing it, the who, what, why, mm-hmm. where, etc. Also, in between this process, once you get your intro done, your outro done, you got that put together, you want you you can you can create a podcast teaser or a podcast trailer, which can be a ninety second or two minute clip. Giving just a hint, hey, coming soon. Here's what the show's all about, so you can start talking about it before it's launched. I always like to say that gets you on the hook to your audience to be able to um, make sure you're launching the show uh, when you said you were going to. Yep, um, and then. Um, and then dig into the to the planning of the episode. I never I never suggest going out alone. So if you think you're just going to turn on the mic and start spitting knowledge because you've got information to talk about, you're you're probably I don't want to I don't want to poo poo on your idea, but you're probably a little off there unless you're already an existing authority figure where people are expecting to hear from you and want information from you. 
the process, I believe, that you grow into. Now, I'm not saying you can't record a podcast episode with what your knowledge is and what you know about. I just think that you're, you're leaving out a huge part of the equation by not introducing interviews and, guests and, and, and connecting with guests. As, as a business strategy, as a relationship building strategy, and as well as like we we spoke about a couple minutes ago, it's a, you know it's a it's a it's a free mentoring session, and it's a constructive way for you to pick someone's brain, and get their time, and then learn from them. Uh, so um, interviews, not going out alone. I, every now and then, I guess you could if you got something really solid to go, but I would never go for more than 10, 15 minutes by yourself, and I would mm-hmm. always keep it up um, in, in an interview format because chances are get somebody on your show, have a conversation with them. It gives them an opportunity to be able to, to talk, say, hey, I was on this person's show, and they'll be able to share the content, share the episode, et cetera. That's just a, a few additional eyeballs that'll be on that message, that'll be on that that, um, that episode. And marketing the podcast is not the easiest task to do. So being able to get as many eyeballs on that show as possible is absolutely um, vital. Once you've started to record the episode, you need to get them edited. So you're going to put the intro and the outro on the, on the beginning and the end of the podcast episode. And um, again, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can pull up Audacity and, and, and or GarageBand and edit yourself if you yep. want. If you enjoy it, I'd rather wake up in the morning and eat my pillow and punch myself in the face than edit a podcast episode. <laughs> so I've got an entire team of editors yeah. that, that, that do that. Do that. Uh, th- th- thankfully, thankfully. But again, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, sometimes you are. It doesn't matter how much. But if I found, Patrick, it doesn't matter how much of a do-it-yourselfer it, you are. Here, there's only so much we can. There's only so much bandwidth that we have, and so much you know um, patience that we have for yes. our own crazy ideas. That once we get in there, we're knee deep. We're like, this is fun. I love doing the interviews. I just hate editing. I love doing this. I, I I love doing the interviews. I just hate scheduling them. So being yep. able to find delegate. that process and flow. delegate, delegate, exactly. Delegate, 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 exactly. So once you've started to record these episodes, you get them edited. It's time to upload them to your podcast host. Make sure all your distribution set up with your podcast host. And now go market and tell people about the show. That's kind of the, the recap of that's kind of like the, the Reader's Digest version of of, uh, of the 13 steps that I list out in the book. That was probably you know, nine or ten of them. Um, but I'm in the process right now of creating an audio course um, for an affiliate deal that I'm doing. So I, I can only do five or I can only do ten modules. So I had to take my 13 steps mm. and put them into ten. So that's yep. the ten that I came up with. But that that pretty much. I added, you know, I added a lot of that in the same category on there, but it's tough to break down. I wish I could just say, hey, this is how you start a podcast in three easy steps. It's just yeah. not three easy steps, and I've tried to windle it down as much as possible. Yeah, I've I've been there and done it, and exactly what you described right there, boom, is exactly how I went through it. I mean, A to Z. So I know one of the big challenges, Sebastian, is, you know, once you get a podcast actually launched, it's going, it's marketed, how do you keep that steam and that momentum moving forward? You keep recording and you keep building relationships and you keep doing interviews and create, keep, keep creating micro content on the episodes. And you can run small ads on Instagram and on Facebook. You can boost posts. You can promote posts. You can run ads on, uh, on, on Pinterest and spend you know, less than 100 bucks a month but be able to get some additional traction uh, to the actual podcast. But it's a, it's, a, it's a slow and steady marathon. It's not a sprint by any stretch of the imagination. It is a... It is a macro game plan of I'm just going to continue to show up, produce produce content, do interviews, meet great people, and rinse and repeat that process. Mm-hmm. So I know you know a big myth out there is there's too many podcasts. You know I'm one of pff, millions of podcasts out there. Who the hell is going to want to listen to me? What would you say toward that? The people that are already listening to you. If you're building a brand, great. Go ahead and uh, launch a podcast while you're building that brand. 
you're coming out of the gate swinging with a with a platform as a media company where you don't have to ask permission for people to do on what you want to do. I was always that I learned a long time ago. If you want to go, if you, if you want to attract the masses, you got to go where the masses are at, and, and 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 direct them to where you want them to be. Thankfully, with social media, it allows us to be able to do that with ease, with a click of a mouse, simple like, simple message, simple uh, direct message, sending a tweet, whatever it might be. We no longer have to ask for permission to reach out to people. So I think that's a phenomenal, phenomenal benefit. It's mm-hmm. exciting time to be alive. What other what other advice would you give Sebastian to people looking to start a podcast? I mean, other than buying your book, go through the steps. What what are some of the items maybe that you see where people make mistakes or they don't follow through on something? I think consistency and staying committed to the work and the craft. Yeah, I think that's the, the, the biggest the biggest mistake people make. There's no life getting away, but their 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 excuses get in the way. Mm-hmm. I know one thing for me that has really helped is recording episodes in chunks. You know, record literally like seven or eight episodes in a month. Then I leak them out over the course of every couple of weeks. I'm releasing one. Um, and it's like, boom, all of a sudden you have months of content there. Yep, absolutely. That's, that, 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 that's the trick. If you, bulk, if you bulk record, then you're always ahead of the game. It's not a better feeling than knowing that an episode drops on Tuesday. You've already got four episodes that you can choose from to be able to drop instead of, oh, i got to turn the mic on and record again. Because you're just going to, you know, all you're doing is, is, is turning yourself on yourself. And, and you know, eventually you're going to hate podcasting. Mm-hmm. So what's what's maybe the... any content creation. Yeah, very true. What's one of the biggest obstacles you've encountered kind of along this journey of maybe up to where you are or maybe even um, through helping people launch podcasts? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? Yeah. One of the biggest obstacles that you have encountered, overcome, uh, that you've kind of faced along the way as far as kind of just your journey to where you are now. I think being being uh, mindset, having the right mindset and belief system in myself that I can do this, that I'm doing something that other people are not doing, that I'm there's only one Sebastian Rusk on the planet, and there's only one there's only one me doing what I'm doing. So believing in what I'm doing. So that people can then believe in it. So I think that, that that belief system took a while to acquire, and as well as discipline and consistency, not getting lazy, all the normal things that come with the world of, of anything you're taking on on your own. Yeah, I, I love how you bring that up because one of my other questions was, how do you help podcasters overcome that initial fear? Because everybody has, you know, I think public speaking is the number one or two number fear in the entire world other than the fear of dying. So, how... No, that's number one. No, no, the fear of, the fear of dying is number two. Public speaking is number one. <laughs> that's, so that's wild, riddle, isn't riddle it? Riddle me that one. So how, very much so. Yeah, how do you, how do you, or what advice would you give to people looking to start a podcast of like, man, blah, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, well, if you're asking yourself, if you even have the thought of, I don't know if I can do this, you, you're, you're already defeated. That's a wrap. So just throw the idea out and move on to something else. But if you're like, I want to start a podcast, I just don't know how, but I'm, I'm open to figuring it out. Maybe I will pick up a copy of Sebastian's book, or which is available at podcastsuck.com, uh, or check out my YouTube channel. I've got an entire catalog of, of, of information on how to start a podcast on my YouTube channel. So that's a great starting point to at least get in there and find out if your level of interest is even there, if you can get excited about what you know what what's possible with podcasting. Awesome. Well, Sebastian, I got to thank you for coming on here, man. I know you're kind of crunched for time today, so um, we had to extract out the best of the best here. And I know um, 
Everybody check out his YouTube channel, obviously, uh, his website. And remind our listeners again, where can they find you? Where can they find your book and information? Absolutely. You can grab a copy of the book um, wherever books are sold on, on Amazon, too. But if you go to podcastsuck.com, that's plural, podcastsuck.com, you'll be right to Amazon. You can pick up a Kindle copy if you're a Kindle Unlimited member. It's free. If not, it's 99 cents. Or you can, if you like old school style, you can pick up a print copy. Uh, I, I hang out, uh, I spend most of my time on uh, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Instagram. Uh, so feel free to find me by name, Sebastian Rusk. Shoot me a DM, questions, ideas, thoughts, concerns about podcasting. I'm here to help. I'm just here to serve some folks. Some of those folks end up being students. Some of them just become friends. So I'm just extremely blessed to, uh, to, to, do, what I, to do what I do. And if you're listening to this right now, you're thinking, you know what? I want to start a podcast, but I have absolutely no idea where to go. I'm not a self-starter. I need some motivation. I need some accountability. And I need somebody like Sebastian to be able to help get me to the finish line. I'd love to have a conversation with you about that. And you can access my calendar by going to podcastlaunchlabnow.com. Awesome. And I know you offer a free strategy call there, correct? Absolutely. I'll talk to anybody for 10 minutes about their crazy ideas on what they want to do to start a podcast. Love it. Okay, obviously a uh, value-first kind of guy, which I love, Sebastian. So, well, thanks again for hopping on here. Um, Some great information around how to start a podcast step-by-step. Absolutely check out his book. Like he said, go to podcastlaunchlabnow.com. Schedule that free strategy call. Check out his YouTube channel. Check out his uh, site, podcastsuck.com, if you've been thinking about starting one. So, uh, with that, don't forget to follow me, everybody, on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, at Patrick Metzger Coaching. Uh, Thanks so much, everybody, for listening, tuning into the episode. Be sure to subscribe to Rate the Podcast. Uh, Show notes from today can be found on my website, patrick-metzger.com. And uh, if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, know somebody that is. Uh, Tag myself, tag Sebastian in here, share this episode with somebody uh, that could use the message. So until next time, I want to remind you to own you and the journey.